stingy or dusty Anything ragged or rotten or rusty Yes, I love trash If you really want to see something trashy, look at this Throw it in the trash, throw it in the trash Oh, MMD, this is, this is take seven. I uh, keep stumbling on this recording and I can't, I get, get these huge wind gusts or something comes out of nowhere and it distracts me and uh, keep getting off in my mind as to what I want to talk about. I, I'm in the park. I'm in Don Fox Park in Lebanon, Tennessee, where I live. Uh, it is April the 4th, 2017, about 11.21 p.m., about 70 degrees. The uh, leaves are popping out on the trees. They're not full yet. We've had a lot of up and down weather the last few weeks. Really warm, then really cold, and I think the uh, trees, I think the growth has been stunted a little bit. And as you're hearing now, we are in that windy, that windy phase. I'm, I'm monitoring this. The wind doesn't sound overpowering, so I'll keep going for now, see if we can get through this. But uh, you want to talk about walking. And for me, uh, you know, I took up walking, you know, not long after my mother passed away last April. I guess I made it about June, and I said, I'm, I'm still sort of in a rut creatively, and, you know, the roller coaster and the uh, all the things that were going on, the after things you have to do dealing with insurance and bills and it was just frustrating and suddenly walking popped into my head and uh, one thing that helped that along was walking in this world by Julia Cameron the books I talk about on the Sneed Junior podcast a component of at least the two books after the artist way is a daily or a weekly walk so I started walking and um, I found that it was very healing as she talked about it in, in Walking in This World, she said that uh, she sorts her life out when she walks, basically, to paraphrase, paraphrase her. And I find when I get out here and you can hear the birds singing and you can hear different noises from the playground and stuff, maybe, uh, I sort of get lost in what I'm seeing. You know, it's a, the visual aspect of it. It's very hard to stay focused on your problems when you're out here in nature and you're away from everything. Now, when I just walk around my own neighborhood, which I do out of convenience because I don't have time to always drive across town to go to the park, you sort of get the same effect. It's not as good as coming over here though. This is more of an escape. This is more of a separation from home and a separation from, you know, it's just me and hopefully a comfortable pair of tennis shoes. And sometimes I'll listen to podcasts, but sometimes I just listen to jazz music or I don't listen to anything at all. I just walk and listen to the sounds and look at the different colors. And right, right now I'm passing a tree that is blooming a brilliant pink color. And depending on what time of the year you're walking, you get a whole different visual uh, experience. There's an airplane going over from the nearby airport. So, can you see different people out here? Do you see different characters? There's a guy who used to ride around here with a little bicycle horn. He would honk at you as he drove around. Some of the older people will wave as you pass them. 
It's its own little community over here. I'm sure there are people who regularly do it all the time. And if I was over here every day, I would probably start getting to know people. And last summer, I started walking in other places also. I would go to my hometown and walk the Greenway. Or It just got to a point where I just didn't have time to do it like I wanted to do it. So I sort of stopped. I slowed down. And then when the, wind, when the weather started to take a turn in late September, I just pretty much, you know, one thing was the weather that was stopping me, and the other thing is it just got busy. The kids were going back to school, and it was just harder and harder to find time to get over here. And I was having to, like, get over here super early in the morning. And I did that a few times. I got over here really early in the morning, like 5.45 uh, a.m. one morning. I had to get my steps in. And I think that started to ruin it for me. It started to turn it into a to-do, a chore. I think that's the down point of Fitbit. And I've stopped wearing my Fitbit because it, once you started gamifying it, it kind of sucked the life and the enjoyment out of just enjoying the walk. And the experience over having to get to 10,000 steps. So I've been walking again in my neighborhood, mostly, uh, for about three weeks now and I feel better again and yet there's no Fitbit involved I just do it I just try to get out and do it and take little breaks during the day and just get out and do it and it is healing um, she writes in here in Finding Water she wrote um, St. Augustine is said to have remarked it is solved by walking no matter what it is walking helps unravel it I thought that was a nice quote to print out and share as I come around the bend here. I'm only going to do one lap, which is, uh, I've done a whole mile by the time I get back to the car. And I started recording maybe a little more than almost halfway around, so at least I started recording the seventh try. <laughs> because when I get out here walking, it's hard to hard to focus on one thought or idea you know it's the head clearing aspect that is the best part and I've like I said I've recorded out here for many podcasts but it's usually about something I see or something that the walk reminds me of or I get my head so clear and I can focus to the point where I can remember things oh yeah I wanted to talk about that but it's been buried in my to-do list or it's been buried in my calendar and it just fogs up your brain. And I haven't been able to you know, talk about these things or think about them to even talk about them. So to get out and to walk, it, it just it clears the mind almost to the point where I'm almost jelly. I don't, I don't really know what to say. I guess I've never come out here and just tried to focus on what does walking mean. But I can tell you the last year when I really got stuck I don't know what part of me was you know grabbed the life raft fast enough to say start walking record some of those walks but don't release them all you know, I let my recordings pile up for a few months and that was freeing to get it out of my head and put it in the recorder and not feel the need to share it it was really for me podcasting during that point was really just for me and only me. And that was a something I really needed. 
And you know, summer's coming again. Will I take another break and just walk and, and record? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It is that time of year where I usually kind of step back a little bit. It's funny because when I was in high school and I went through a loss and I walked then too. And I remember when I went to college, I would walk the track at night. And, you know, I always come back to walking. There's a, a healing aspect. You know, that was 26 years ago. And I can remember walking, walking really late at night, too. I would like to, I like to walk late at night. And I don't know. I, I'm sure there are health benefits, but the mental health benefits are much greater. I'll read you one final quote, and we'll be done here. Kierkegaard said... Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> Above all, do not lose your desire to walk. Every day I walk myself into a state of well-being and away from every illness. I've walked myself into my best thoughts, and I know of no thought so burdensome that one cannot walk away from it. That's a very nice sentiment there. Just since I came over here, I was stressed out earlier. I had a work trip I'm packing for to go tomorrow, and I was trying to get some last-minute things done for the meetings. And it's just been stressful. I've had the one dog just got out of a, you know, minor uh, procedure with teeth cleaning and some mole removal, and then the other dog's been puny. And it's just stressful planning things, and there's other things on my mind. And to come over here has been a resurgence, a little bit of a recharge, a boost. So it works. I can just tell you that it works. And you don't have to walk a particular pace. And like I said, you don't have to set a step goal. And here I am holding a Sony recorder with earpods in. Probably look like a nut. But who cares? So the rest of the way to the car, I'm just going to let you hear the sounds. Traffic by, going by and footsteps. And you can walk along with me for just a few minutes. I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, back at the car. My mile is complete. Talk to you again soon.
City Golf Course, the ZMD, with another garbage cast, a jingle jangly one, because this week's topic of conversation for the garbage cast conversations is one that I'm pretty sure me and Up in This Brain have in common, which is walking. at the city golf course because it's still super soggy there's no way it's open the maintenance crew is here but pretty sure as long as they stay out of their way they'll stay out of mine unfortunately I thought of carbining my keys to my bag and that's a very as I said jangly option but let's just let's just talk about walking uh, for me walking is my favorite way to record the garbage cast uh, I do a lot of walking podcasts and so I kind of structured everything around that trying to make, it, make everything as easy as possible to do while walking I may have gone a little extreme but I think this makes it pretty easy I mean, noise to noise. Hey! Tilly! Come back here! Tilly! Hustle! (sighs) What did she see? Come here right now. No. Come on. Where's your ball? 
Where'd you leave the ball? No! Come here. Sit down. Stay. She chased something into a tree. The question is, where's the ball? Tilly, where's your ball? It's right there. Go get it. No, I see it. <sighs> no, not what I'm looking for. There we go. Get out of here. <sighs> so, sorry for that. Bit of wildlife rig. I've set up my my podcast around walking so when it comes to things that I love to do walking I see it as a facilitator of all things exercise it's a chance to record podcasts it's time to spend with Tilly time to listen to podcasts Reflective Zen time. The name go. The list goes on. Man, jingle jangly. I have to hold my hand back to block these keys. This whole recording. Or I could be smart and fix it right now. Please stand by. We're experiencing technical difficulties. and we're back. I like keeping track of my steps, the calories burned, all that stuff. Numbers, pointless metrics, gamifying ridiculous things like walking. 
easy to feel like you've accomplished something when you say that you've met your step goal for the day. I mean, I also have this app called Carrot, which basically turns them into like scene or petrol points. So you can use it to get money off gas and stuff. This is not completely pointless, but you know. I mean, it's a, a fairly simple and inexpensive activity at its core. You need shoes or not. And uh, any clothes or not, everything else is optional. And as far as objectives is, it's to complete it, I guess. I'm not, I mean, although I have a little bit more some newfound outdoorsiness. I'm not a camper. I'm more of a hiker. I mean, I like trekking through places. I would never want to sleep in the woods. I've been to a cabin, but that's not the same, and I still hated it. I'm no, by no means an outdoorsman, but when you're just walking and you know at the end of the day, you don't have to actually survive out in the wilderness, there's a reassuring feeling in that too, I guess. I mean, let's be honest, I don't like a flat walk. I don't like walking around on sidewalks. It's boring. It's unchallenging. There's nothing to look at but houses. And then I guess Tilly requires so much exercise. It's easier to combine that all up into one package. past the first hill and yet to make it by the lower section of the golf course if I want to go to the extreme edge and yeah other half of the back section the right side and I'm pretty shot for ideas as to what to say. Hmm. We've been talking for 10 minutes. Whoa. That's it? 
feel like we've been talking for four score. Which is what, like four weeks? Four, I don't know my American history. Let's say a fortnight. That's two weeks. like walking when I was a kid though even though I wasn't an outdoors person I something about going places walking was unique I liked the independence it provided I remember walking in elementary school we walked to the library uh, it was like 20 minutes away maybe longer because like the whole school walked there or like every kid in the grade walked there so like all the classes or was it like a bunch of grades like four, five, six our elementary school went to sixth grade so that our, our weird arts high school could go seven and eight. But it was a magnet school. Wait, no, sorry. That's also wrong. It was like one of those feeder schools for the programs like International Baccalaureate and uh, the enhanced programs and uh, French yeah yeah so that's why you could justify being only seven and eight Anyways, we walked there. I loved it. Field trips. That's my number one thing to do. Walk. Somehow escape the perimeter. So we go anywhere. And it always kept you within a radius. of, Or it was directly. But checking out any something that was not on the tour... That was always fun. Uh, although, when I went to Disney in like 91, we did Space Mountain. So, I saw a video of Space Mountain with the lights on. That is terrifying. I don't know about you. Having all those beams and shit. 
coming at you at speed. I don't care how close they are or how far. Hey! Terrifying. I would not want to be on that tour. But no, I was, what I was getting at was uh, Disney has apparently a great tour. You see all the hidden Disney symbols and in a weird bar because you weren't allowed to drink on Disneyland property. It was a club. 18 or 50, I don't give a fuck. I found that on WikiHole once and I read all this shit. Me, I was a fan of... I don't know if we even got the full, full tour. I know we did, we took a tram throughout. We did go to Epcot Center. We went to Tomorrowland. Um... I think we, we did the whole tour thing. So we did all of it. Um, but I don't remember seeing anything like that. I think it's in the California one and not the Florida one as well. But yeah. Uh, and then we saw Universal Studios. We went on that Back to the Future ride over and over again. <sighs> Those, like, D-Box-type movie rides. Hey, bring your ball. Let's go. Those D-Box-style movie rides where you're sitting and there's a movie and shaking you, I found those super fascinating as a child. So I always loved those things. So the Back to the Future ride and at uh, our local theme park in Maple, Ontario, Canada's Wonderland, uh, Days of Thunder, the ride. Um, I just, oh, as many times as I could. Something about being yelled at while you're moving in three dimensions. Fascinating to me. I think I did like the Days of Thunder ride to the point where I knew all the, the dialogue. Okay. Another dog. Sit. Sit. Stay. Interesting. So everyone else is out. I want to wrap this up. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to take a break. We encountered another dog. Uh, so, I don't know what I was rambling on about. I'm pretty sure it was about Disney and walking. But, I'm just going to continue this walk. This is the MD. The end of another garbage cast. Another one is in the can. Walk it.
The harness is soaked. Tilt tail. You're like dirt dog. I did a telephone episode with a telephone music. It was ODB. Give me my money. Coming in and out of commercial breaks for a cause. Pretty dumb idea. Pretty good. Dumb ideas. That would work. Should probably stop on this recording. People see too far into the the artistic process. <sighs>
But I 